Coast of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a good morning to all our listeners tuned to 91.3 FM and I say a good morning because I know lots of our non-Muslim listeners tune in especially um, you know, to the Voice of the Cape and to want to know about the Nasiha program because it empowers them as well as sharing this message with their daughters or sons who embraced Islam but currently not able to listen to the radio, alhamdulillah. So 91.3 FM and our Nasiha program as mentioned this morning, I, I mentioned that you know, it's two of the most important elements that makes us, that makes up ourselves as being Muslims and that is the status of the Quran and the Sunnah that is the Holy Quran and the Sunnah in Islam subhanallah so in studio this morning we have the Honorable Sheikh Ahmed Sadiq um, Sheikh is the current Imam at the at the Kalsin Fontaine Masjid as well as the director of the Muslim Judicial Council Halal Trust now Sheikh has honors in social work and studied at UWC also masters in, in um, Islamic comparative um, law or comparative Islamic law and that um, Sheikh obtained from the uh, Malaysia University as well and then an author of various books on marriage, um, halal status, as well as polygamy. So here we can see not just having Shah Ahmad Sadiq um, representing the Muslim Judicial Council, but also very actively involved with the Voice of the Cape um, as well, alhamdulillah. So, um, and, I, and I always say, you know what, sometimes we see things, but nothing, like, nothing is spoken about it, and I must admit, in my perspective, from my perspective, if I see Sheikh on television, then I say, Subhanallah, glory be to Allah for now, the Muslim Ummah is being represented. Alhamdulillah. Sheikh, Assalamu Alaikum and a warm welcome to the studios of The Voice of the Cape. Um, assalamu Alaikum, Assalamu Rahmatullahi Barakatuh and uh, Shukran for that uh, home introduction. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, we try what we can, Inshallah, for the community and for obviously the development of Islam in itself. I mean inshallah. Shaykh we speak about the status of the Holy Quran and the Sunnah in Islam as well subhanAllah. That is the topic for this morning. Yes indeed. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala ishrafil mursaneen. Sayyidina wa nabiyina wa maulana Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rabbana shrah lana sadurana wa yassir lana umurana wa faqihna fi deen al-Islam. My respected brothers, sisters, mothers and fathers and ulama and children, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and Jumu'a Mubarak to each and every one. Yes indeed, it's uh, quite a, uh, a full-loaded type of a topic in the sense the status of the Holy Quran and the Sunnah. And that makes it very loaded. <laughs> because the two, uh, obviously, um, to speak about the two, and I'm just afraid my time may not allow me, but uh, let us see and let's tackle uh, the topic that has been allocated to us. Um, so let's do the first part, the status of the Holy Quran. Um, the Holy Quran and the Sunnah, and that is obviously the Sunnah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu If you really look at the Sharia in itself, then these two are the fundamentals of the Sharia, right? Um, that is the primary sources in which we, the Sharia, is based. Whoever denies this, you know, the Quran and the Sunnah, uh, cannot call the person themselves Muslim. Because this is the foundation. This is the guideline. Uh, the, you know, these two are the, are the, uh, the guidelines, the primary sources. Um, so if you deny it, then you actually deny the essence of being a Muslim. You understand? So 
That is the first point I want to make. Secondly, the status of the Holy Quran. Now, status, we can obviously look at this in various ways, right? In the sense of the rank of the Quran, uh, the importance of the Quran, the significance of the Quran. Um, so that is a whole lot of interpretation of how do you approach this particular topic that has been allocated to us, <laughs> in a sense. So I was grappling with, okay, the status of the Holy Quran. How, how do I deal uh, with this? From what perspective, you know, do I come in here from what area? So I just resolved myself, let's select a few ayats of the Qur'an and let the Qur'an speak, speak for itself. And then let us have that particular authenticity instead of an interpretation because we do believe as Muslims the Qur'an is Kalamullah. It is the word of Allah. The Qur'an is unadulterate. In other words, the Qur'an has not been messed with. The Qur'an has not been written. The Qur'an has not been, you know, anyway, blemished by any, you know, human being. It's direct from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Um, as you would find, the other books, and we know there are other scriptures that came to the other Anbiya, uh, those, all those scriptures, even by the very people that follow uh, those particular religions, will tell you, no, these things have been rewritten. Yes. Right? They will tell you this is a New Testament, it's an Old Testament, and then they will tell you, no, this is not. This is what they have written about Jesus, and so there's, it's not the Kalamullah. The beauty of the Qur'an, and because the Qur'an comes after it, and even Allah Himself confirms that whatever is being revealed to those previous prophets, and Allah makes mention of the Torah, of the Injil, Allah makes mention about the Zabur in itself, you know. Um, so, so those particular scriptures, but then Allah tells, the Qur'an is, obviously, in, it, 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 it incorporates. So the authentic word that Allah has given to those prophets are actually captured in the Qur'an. Right? Now, the one verse, or I've selected a few verses, in order for us to really understand uh, the Quran. Inshallah. Shaykh, just before we touch on the very first verse, let's go for the ads and to our listeners do stay tuned. And if you want to, then I think for now you can get your, your um, pen and paper or also your, your phone ready if you want to do the recording. But remember that these recordings are available here at the Voice of the Cape on request as well. Stay tuned. <laughs> Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and indeed a warm welcome to our Friday Nasiha program in Syria having Shaykh Ahmad Sadiq speaking about the status of the Holy Quran and the Sunnah in Islam. So Shaykh is saying that we're first touching on the Holy Quran inshallah Shaykh. Inshallah. Yes, we, just before the break uh, I said okay let me just speak about the, the, the verses uh, of the Holy Quran in establishing the status 
of the whole of Quran. But these are the verses I have selected because I felt, okay, this is at least something that I can give uh, as a reminder to all of us. In the first verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ يَهْدِي لِلَّتِي هِيَ أَقْوَى Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, this Qur'an guides to that which is just and right. لِلَّتِي هِيَ أَقْوَى وَيُبَشِّرِ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ الَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ الصَّالِحَاتِ And the Qur'an in itself give glad tidings to the believers in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. أَنَّ لَهُمْ أَجْرًا كَبِيرًا And indeed, who those who work deeds of righteousness. Right? That they shall have a reward, a great reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what is the great reward? It's paradise. So what this verse is actually saying, because remember we're speaking about the status of the Qur'an. So we're asking, what is this Qur'an? Does this Qur'an have a certain ranking or not? Does the Qur'an have a position? Does the Qur'an have any significance, any role to be played in your life? So this verse is actually telling us, يَهْدِ لِلَّتِهِ أَقْوَمْ the Qur'an, and we know, uh, I mean, if you open up uh, the Qur'an in itself, you see the very first verse uh, in Surah Baqarah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Hudalinas, that this Qur'an is a guidance to each and every one. Right? And here I say each and every one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not say, Hudan lil mu'mineen, Hudan lil muslimin, la. Allah said, Hudallinas, that it is a guidance to you, the entire humanity. Right. And therefore, I, I've chosen this verse because I just wanted to, 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 to you know, um, endorse or to emphasize, to accentuate, uh, you know, the, what that particular is, you know, the verse is. There's a lot of verses about the Quran, it's a guidance to all of us. But yeah, Allah says it's also it's a guidance, Yahdi, it's a guidance. Now Allah is going, Allah said in that verse to the Muttaqin, yeah, it's the Aqwam. Now who is the Aqwam? It's amongst the people, but those who are just and those who are right. In other words, they are on the right path. They are trying, right, to be at least onto this right path. And this guidance, this is the book that you need to follow. This is the book that you will find whatever is necessary. Let me go quickly to the second verse. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And indeed, we, Allah, have set forth for mankind in this Qur'an Every parable. So the Quran, this verse actually establishes that this Quran is a guidance. The Quran will guide those who are just, fair, and righteous. Right? But yet, the Quran is practical. 
it governs you in your spiritual journey, life journey, and it governs you in your material life journey. And here, if you can look at whatever it is, you look in your spiritual side, you'll find something in the Quran. If you look at your material life, you will find there is. The Quran is the Anwurt. Alhamdulillah. The Quran is definitely for all times. It was revealed in the 7th century to Nabi Muhammad wasallam over a period of 23 years. Ever since he received his first revelation, Iqra, Bismi Rabbika Alladhi Khalaq. And even that first revelation is a declaration against ignorance. Iqra. But there's a qualification. Bismi Rabbika Alladhi. Iqra. But you have to associate your knowledge, you have to associate your acquisition of reading, and that reading is knowledge. Because the more you read, the more you will empower yourself. But that empowerment, you have to associate it, you know, or incorporate in there your Rabb, your Allah. So you cannot make a distinction, you know, between what you're going to achieve in life without Allah. Right? Can I just quickly bring in some of the status of the Sunnah? Because I want to quote the Hadith, and many of some people that say this Hadith, all our Hadith are fabrications. Subhanallah. They will tell you, you know, <laughs> they will tell you this is all, in Arabic they say, Kalam Farikh. So they reject every Hadith. Right? Um, but, if you look at this, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, according to Sayyidina Aisha, radiallahu anha, that Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the living Qur'an. I translated the living Qur'an. Khuduquhu al-Qur'an. That his character is the Qur'an. So if his character is the Qur'an, then obviously... Uh, uh, the Quran, he is the living Quran because it was the Quran was revealed to him, right? By Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave him every single word that is here. And then he lived it. And he put it into practice. And Nabi Muhammad and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also tells us whatever Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives you, take it. Whatever he forbids you to do, then abstain from it. Right? This is a verse in the Quran. So this is part of the status of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, and here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدَ ضَرَبْنَا لِلنَّاسِ Once again, not to the mu'min, not to the Muslim, to mankind. To humankind. Right? Uh, I normally, mankind, humankind, humanity, that's the three words I'm yeah. used for nas. <laughs> All meaning the same. Right? Um, so, Allah is not only giving to the Muslims. So, like you said correctly in your introduction, you know, there are non-Muslims listening to this particular program. The Quran is available to them. And yet Allah is saying, if you want to go and read the Quran, go and look at it. You read your Bible, but go and read the Quran as well. Right? And you will find what we are saying here is the actual truth. This is the status of the Quran. 
ولئن جئتهم بآية ليقولن الذين كفروا إن أنتم إلا مبطلون However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also saying to Nabi Muhammad And if you, O Muhammad, bring to them any sign of proof who you are. Right? And Allah is making reference to the non-Muslim here. Right? I just said earlier on, there are those who reject the hadith. Right? They are saying they are not rejecting Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Right? But they're saying they're rejecting all ahadith. Right? All ahadith. Fa'iyadu billah on that. But here Allah, this verse is saying, if you approach the non-Muslim, the disbelievers, right? They will tell you, O Muhammad, if you come about and you bring them the signs, you tell them this is who I am, this is what it is, this is what I have said, you know, what was revealed to me, and this is what I am. Obviously, there's some other verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that Allah has empowered Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to make halal and to stipulate the haram. Allah has given him that power. So follow Nabi Muhammad what he is telling you here. Right? And, but Allah in this verse says here, says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that this believers are sure to say to you, O Muhammad, you follow nothing but falsehood. And all what you are doing is magic. So you can understand how where we're getting to, to the status of the Qur'an and how we need to look at this Qur'an. Sometimes we, you know, look at one verse and then you just want to capitalize and say that is. Yes. But one verse normally explains the other verse. And where we don't find this explanation, you find it sometimes in the hadith. And I always make this example. There are a whole lot of orders and commands and Allah does not, you know, did not leave us without clear guidance. Because Allah establishes that, you know, at the very beginning of the Qur'an, that this Qur'an is a guidance. And you will find that one verse explains the other. And where there is no, you know, tafsir of it or tafsil of it, um, you know, elaboration onto it, you will find that is the role what Nabi Muhammad Wasallam played. So even to those who say they don't believe, in any ahadith, they reject all ahadith. They only believe in the Qur'an. I want to ask them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَقِيمُوا الصَّلَةِ Perform your... Allah prescribe upon us, you know, you must perform your salah. Right? Did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, stipulate the various times? When? Did Allah subhanahu And Allah says, you must take wudu. And in one verse... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, you know, the, 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 the fard parts, this is what you would take. But the manner how we should take kudu, did Allah say that in the Quran? Mm. Right? How we have to make the salah? No. Whereby Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did say, Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. Sallu kama ra'aytumuni usalli. Pray as you have seen me praying. Salah, so Salah. Right? 
Now these are the guidelines. Now as Mark was saying, as you person for yourself, ek reject alle hadith na waarvan aan Koday, hoe jy geleer hoe van waarvan aan het hy gekom. Het het hy gekry in die Koran. You got the guidance from Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and hoe jy dit gekry. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam het geleef in the 7th century. Now can you then say you rejected all of this? You see coming back to the status of the sunnah. I was fearing I may not get there yes. to establish that but um so let me just link that. Then again qulla in ijtama'at al-ins wal jin ala ayyatu bi mithli hadha al-Qur'an. Says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if humanity or if humankind or if you of mankind <laughs> comes about and the jin we know what do they say we are seven billion people now if there's seven billion people we don't know how many genes they were or are and allah says here if the ins and the jinn the entire humanity the entire humanity of the jinn the entire uh, you know whoever they they are of the jinn yes. if they may assemble and they come together ala ya'tu bi mithli hadha al-quran and they all come together to bring about and produce a Quran of this nature. لو كان بعضهم لبعض ظهيرا. Sorry, لا يأتون بمثله. They won't be able to come about and produce a Quran. I mean, there are other verses which I don't have here. Where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "No, they can't even. No, let them produce one surah. Let them produce even one ayah." They won't be able to. So, which means it's proof again, and people attempted. They attempted to come about and do these things. The greatest of poets, the greatest of writers, the greatest of authors, whoever they may be, the greatest of philosophers, whoever they may be, they could not do anything compared to this Quran. Right? They couldn't. So which means also this is part of the status of the Quran, but for us it is then proof that this is the pure word of Allah. <laughs> it is the pure word and Allah says in another verse that Allah will protect this Quran. You can come up and you can do whatever you want to, but we will protect it since it was revealed up to the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah. Right? So there's no dispute when it comes to the Qur'an that this is part of the other status. Like I say, I've selected these few verses just to impress because I know time is of essence yes. when you're on the radio. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> and you can't explain it too much. Then I want to say another challenge which we, my beloved brothers and sisters, we need to look at this very, very carefully and very uh, uh, beautifully. Um, like uh, and also we 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 we, we cannot. Uh, I mean, time is of, of of essence here. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in another verse, "Lo anzalna hadha al-Quran." If we are to to reveal this Quran, remember the Quran was revealed to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu to humanity. And here Allah says, "Wa lo anzalna hadha al-Quran ala jabl la raaytahu." 
خاشعا متصدعا من خشية الله سبحان الله If we were to have revealed this Quran to a jabal to a mountain now we know mountain is what it's almost a doyadang it's granite it's where jabal hit a purpose the mountain wherever in the world Allah has established it Allah has put it every single mountain has a purpose right but we know it's stone of it's granite it's whatever it is in this in, in the mountain right it's not human right it's not human however Allah says if you find if we had we Allah revealed this Quran to the mountain you know what to the mountains response would have been oh. This is the response you would have seen this mountain in appreciation of being revealed to it. As a it, as a doya dung, as a clip, as granite. But just because this Quran is the kalam of Allah that has been revealed to this mountain, and the mountain's response would have been khashyan. The first thing you do, you will find the mountain khashian, humble. Secondly, mutasaddian. And because when he has received it, he received it with all humility. And then when the mountain would have realized, this is what the Quran is. This is now the amana. He would have trembled, mutasaddian. He would have been, you know, so submissive to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in appreciation to His Creator. Just to the word of Allah. Remember we've established at the beginning, this is the kalamullah. And here it comes to this mountain. So, my beloved brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and he ends of this verse, تِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ لَحَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ These are the parables. We are showing and giving to whom? Again to people, not only to the Muslims. We are proud, this is the Qur'an, because it was revealed to our Prophet. We are proud that this Qur'an is in the hands of the Muslims. And therefore we are very proud of that. But these verses Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, O Muslims, yes. O believers, yes. This is who you are. But this is not for you. It's not your private property. This is something that would have, you know, you will have to share this with the entire humanity. And therefore Allah says here, Allah has given this example about that mountain. That the mountain would have re responded to the Qur'an in that way and in that manner. And He has given this parable. To whom? To the people. To the entire humanity. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ So that they may reflect. 
So at this stage, my beloved brothers and sisters, let us then look at this Qur'an. What is our role in this Qur'an? Our role in this Qur'an. How do we really approach this? Have we fallen in love with this book? If you want to call it a book, call it a book. As long as you know and respect what that mountain would have done had it been revealed to that mountain. Then shouldn't we then reflect of who am I in relation to that Quran? How do I utilize this Quran when we say, and I still remember and we still quote it many a time, the Ikhwan al-Muslimin, they came up with the slogan, Al-Quran dusturuna. The Quran is our constitution. And indeed, Nabi Muhammad wasallam confirmed that this Quran is your constitution. Every Muslim's constitution. Now how can you live a life without really understanding and knowing your constitution? How can you go on with your life if you don't know what the constitution is telling you? How do you, how do you base your things? I'm sure on that note that I think we know ask a lot of ground this understanding inshallah and also going for ads to our listeners to stay tuned we will continue with the status of the Holy Quran and the Sunnah in Islam inshallah stay tuned Friday Nasiha on the voice of the Cape Assalamu alaikum and indeed once again a warm welcome. We wouldn't want time to run out on us, so focusing on the status of the Holy Quran and the Sunnah in Islam with Sheikh Ahmed Sadiq, who's still in studio with us. Um, Sheikh, I'm going to give over to Sheikh immediately. Inshallah. Um, yes, we, 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 uh, I hope, you know, um, this, what we have said, you know, if this mountain uh, had received this message, and I think if we can just get back to that type of reflection yes. uh, for ourselves, to question you know, how do I deal with this Qur'an? Have I ever read the Qur'an from cover to cover? Right? And that is, obviously we all do, we, we, Alhamdulillah, and I think that's a good practice. Alhamdulillah. You know, a good practice because, you know, if we can at least, even just to recite one, you know, verse, and Abi Muhammad says in a hadith, I'm not saying alif, I mean, I'm not saying Alif Lamim. You know, if you read Alif Lamim, but I say the Alif, the Lam, any Mim. It's a career reward for Yalka Right? That is the only the consciousness. Yes. So, this is a beautiful thing that we are having in the community. Um, especially, I mean, if you, if you really look at, uh, I can speak about this community, I can speak about, I mean, South African community, I can speak about some international communities. But this is, these are good practices, that we recite the Qur'an. Um, so we do a lot of khatams. We do a lot of khatams, so it's fine. I mean, that is fantastic. That we should continue, we should not stop doing this. Right? But what I'm saying also, and I've heard it add earlier on, you know, in order for you one year course so that yes. you can read with the meaning. Um, and there's obviously translations, and that's what I'm trying to say. Just go and read. Read the translation. There are good translations, 
and there are various la- in various languages, just to get the feel of what this Quran. I mean, you pick up one surah, right? Small. Go to the Tithiyah juice. You take the one surah. You read it. You read the sister English. Make a habit. Once a week, you do it at least, and read it, and you will find very inspiring. I know all of us don't have it. You don't take it as a book. It's not lying there next to your, uh, you know, I mean, on on, on your pedestal, pedestal there next to your bed. Um, that you can pick it up every time, every you know, then you read, 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 read. Some of us do that, but not all. And if I'm encouraging you, right, go about and just get this consciousness. And you will come and tell me afterwards what it is, you know, because I always say, even if you recite the Khatam, you recite it now, then I read it, you know, as if it's the first time. You read this once. Uh, and now you come and you read it some time afterwards, you come again. Huh? Subhanallah, the ayah know for me, see? This is the beauty of the Quran. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and funny enough, um, not funny enough, um, when I went through these verses, all these verses are in Surah Qamr. Right? And Allah says, وَلَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُذَكِّرِ Right? Uh, we have made this Qur'an easy, Allah says. We've made it easy, you know, uh, to understand and to remember. فَهَلْ مِنْ مُذَكِّرِ For Allah subhanahu And is there any that will remember whatever it is? In other words, so it's easy for you to make hifs, it's easy for you to do that, but it's also easy for you to understand the messages. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Qamr, it's one, two, three, four verses. But the end of every verse, look what has happened. And Allah says, كَذَّبَتْ عَادٌ فَكَيْفَ كَانَ عَذَابِ وَنُذْرِ كَذَّبَتْ سَمُوذُ بِالنُّذْرِ كَذَّبَتْ قَوْمُ لُوطٍ بِالنُّذْرِ وَلَقَدْ جَاءَلَ فِرْعَوْنِ النُّذْرِ Huh? Of all these four verses, Allah is reminding us. When this Qur'an came in, it's so easy to understand. Right? Now, I purposefully put this to Jabal. Had it been revealed there, the very second verse, uh, where Allah subhanahu or the third verse I've, I've, I've selected is where the people would come and they will challenge you and they will say no this is all fabrications this is a, a magic that you are coming about right but here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is actually bringing to us Ad it was a, it was a, it was a nation yes. it was a civilization in itself Thamud it was a civilization in itself. Qawmulut. Right? It was a community in itself. Right? And they, and they lived in a certain, you know, uh, uh, wherever it may be, they have lived. Ala Fir'aun. So it's Ad, Thamud, Qawmulut, not Nabilut. Yeah, it's the people of Nabilut. Yeah, Allah is very specific. Because Nabi Muhammad, uh, uh, Nabi Lut, alayhi salam, he was a prophet, a very honorable prophet. Subhanallah. And if you read the history of him, and it's in the Quran, the challenges he had. Right? And here you find Allah says, Qawmulud. 
you know, have belied this Quran. Ahl of Fir'aun, and we know the challenges. Nabi Musa had with Ahl Fir'aun, right? And, and, and that is again the history in Egypt. So you find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us in four verses that this Quran is so easy, but it depends how we deal with it. Those people dealt with it. It was revealed to them. Hence, you're going to tell me, Ad was before Nabi Muhammad Lut was Nabi, you know, before Nabi Muhammad So again, an endorsement that this Quran was revealed in the seventh century, but the word of Allah came to these people, which is the same word that is in the Quran, and this is how they responded. And this is what has happened to them. Is then, you know, Allah's bin Nudr. And every verse ends of Nudr, bin Nudr, bin Nudr, of your own bin Nudr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's warnings came to them and how Allah's torment. In other words, what was the consequences of them? Where will they be landing up eventually? And we heard the very first verse, وَأَنَّ لَهُمْ أَجْرًا كَبِيرًا They will have the greatest of reward. And what is that reward? Paradise. Will also have paradise here? It's not enough for you. Um, Tlis, وَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنَ جَعَلْنَا بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَ الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ حِجَابًا مَسْتُورًا I'm going to end off with that one. Now here Allah says, وَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنِ If you only recite the Qur'an, if you read the Qur'an, I mean, قَرَأَ, you can interpret it whatever way, recite, you can say read, um, you can say, okay, I'm just uh, read it for the understanding, whatever, but uh, it's that internalizing, it is that relationship with yourself in the Qur'an. And here Allah says, وَإِذَا قَرَأْتَ الْقُرْآنِ if you identify with this Qur'an, جَعَلْنَا بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَ الَّذِينَ لَا يَأْمَنُونَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ حِجَابًا مَسْتُورًا Then we will make between you and those who do not believe in the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah. They don't believe in the day of Yom Al-Qiyamah. حِجَابًا مَسْتُورًا We will make an invisible veil between you and them. In other words, فَدَهَلَ دُونَ خَتِفِي وَفِكِي Zij gaat blij daar op je rechte pad, want zij is de Koran. Als het al die mensen gezegd, die ene wat de Koran in die borst zit, is gebijs op hadith. Om Allah, Om ahlullah wa ghaasatullah. Die ene wat in die Koran het, hij is gaaf in de Koran, het die Koran in zijn borst. Zijn wie Mohammed sallam, hulle is die mensen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, special means of Allah. Allah is ook ahlullah. Allah is the family of Allah. Subhanallah. Now ye, as always with the ahlul Quran, and it's not necessary the khufaz. And always as Muslim and mukmin, as it's the Quran, and it's not for us. Um, to come and to identify with the Quran. Om te kan sê, dit is een beetje tyd wat ek sit en spandeer met hier die Koran. Probeer verstaan en implement. Inshallah. You know, wat die goed is. Die Koran sê vir jou niks bad. 
The Quran says you as a guidance. So you need to look at it from a, a, a reflective point of view because Allah says, "La'allahum yatafakkarun, la'allahum yatadabbarun." You understand now? Now it's reflect. You can't just read without reflecting. You can't just read without internalizing. You can't just be, uh, you know, making hifd al-Qur'an and the opposite of akhlaq. You can't even get hifd al-Qur'an and get your drunk on your own name, drugs and this sort of things. You can't even be in a hifd al-Qur'an or the Qur'an in your borsa, you can't even be your character is against it. It can't be. So therefore the guidance is for the one that is also reciting it in the best way and making it hifd. Maar daar gaat de karakter aan bij. Ja, ik zie me hier. Ik denk dat de nieuwste team is waving at me already. Alright, so we are done. I'm sorry, I knew I'm not going to come to the sunnah. <laughs> but I just blended it. Uh, because, uh, but inshallah, maybe on the next time, uh, we will do then the sunnah separately. Because the sunnah in itself, you know, there's voluminous. Like we can say. But uh, I want to thank you once again for this opportunity. It's also a good reminder for myself. Uh, and therefore, uh, I mean, I'm saying it here, but it's, I mean, as if, you know, this is just for whoever is listening to us, mm-hmm. but it's also for us. Indeed. Indeed. But now, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the khair and the barakah of being Muslims first and foremost, Amen. being the true believers in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and being the believers of this Quran. And we must have this yaqeen. That the Quran is that guidance. The Quran gaat ons recht maken en het gaat ons liever recht maken. Ons moet het net recht gebruiken. Inshallah. Wallahu alam. Shukran. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Afwan shahu alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And Ijma Mubarak once again to share in the congregation, inshallah. And may we always benefit, you know, from your pious self, inshallah. And um, we see how you always empower yourself. Nullah grant you the health and the strength to continue in uh, pursuit of knowledge, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.